VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The New Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening. Whenever you decide to listen to this thing, Billy DeVore, and sitting across from me, as always, is... What it is, y'all. It's me, Lee Michael Kimbrell. How you doing, nasty boys and girls out there across the whole wide world? Yeah, if you're a baseball fan, you're clapping. You're clapping pretty. You're having a great postseason. I hope that uh, I hope that this podcast reaches you and yours well. Oh, I, I really do too. Have we have you ever said that before? I've never said that. Not up top. No, I hope it reaches you well. I like hope, this is a letter yeah, from the yeah. Civil War. Yeah, I hope this reaches you well, dear Guinevere. Guinevere, I miss you and the children. Very low odds that we have a listener named Guinevere. You know what? Out of the seven downloads we get a week, that's not more. True. That's not more than that. Nine. So, see, because no. I don't want it, to. It, it's. I know downloads are the name of the game. I like watching plays. Yeah. Just like listens. Sure. And then also, I don't know. It's. I've worried about it in the past about um, when we roast ourselves for how for our listenership. The people that are listening feel lame <laughs> i kind of think the opposite or the opposite they feel like they're very in they're, on a great undiscovered gym exactly that's how i feel about a lot of bands when i first hear them I'm like oh they're good yeah i like this oh no one really listens this is perfect and then okay. you buy all their albums and the next thing you know they're making songs with lady gaga i'm talking about tame apollo yeah there you go i remember that's being true. on the forefront that's a much better way to look at it Remember being on the forefront, being like, these guys, this guy rips. And Tame then next, the Impala. And then next thing you know, working with Madonna, calling him a pop genius. And I'm like, I'm going to throw these away. That's, I didn't do that. Madonna. Yeah. Pretty she just exciting. turned 89. <laughs> she, she, she's, turning, she's dating someone who just turned 18. Are you serious? No, he's like 24. Oh my gosh. Have you seen her face lately? It's pretty wild it looks like she's just been hanging out with bees it is such a fucking bummer i hate that like the abandonment of the idea of aging yeah and i get it dude i'm not like talking shit about these hollywood stars who go out and get it because they're just products of like a very toxic environment and culture right as far especially a lady well especially women it's like once you turn 45 you just start getting cast as a grandmother yeah <laughs> You know, and that's well. That's just on Pornhub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mill. Just on Brazzers. You're 32. Yeah. Mature. <laughs> Wait, you're 20. You're a stepmom. Yeah, now. yeah. No shit, dude. But it's uh, it's so unfortunate just to see, and it, it's it. You know, most of the attention you goes to like women, but Great. also, I mean, dude, there's some dudes where it's like, what the fuck did you do to yourself? Oh yeah, did you see that Tom Cruise at the Giants? <laughs> what game? was that about? He looked exactly like Norm Macdonald. <laughs> And I don't know if you guys heard, but Norm Macdonald recently just died of cancer. What? So hopefully Tom Cruise doesn't have cancer. Hopefully oh. it's just fillers. Oh God! Yeah, he just got like he just got him. Because put in. do you remember when people were like roasting Chadwick Boseman? They were like, he looks like a crackhead, and yeah. he was just fully dying of cancer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and didn't tell anybody. Not a great take. Yeah, I know. So who knows? Maybe hopefully Tom Cruise. You got to figure, fucking Ethan Hunt. Jack Reacher. Yeah, he never wants it to end. He'll be okay. I fucking love Tom Cruise. 
Yeah, I mean, he is one of the like quintessential last kind of old school like uh what he's Hollywood legends. Yeah, he's a Hollywood legend. It's like it's like him, Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Leo. Leo. Those are like the dudes. Now it's like everyone's so accessible and easy to find. It's so true. That era's gone, and it's like these are the pillars. This is it. Yeah, like, like, like Timothy Chalamet. Do you see him being like that type of fucking guy? He's not that kind of guy. Does he have the skill set? For sure. You're not that guy, pal. But you're not that guy, pal. No, that guy. I am pretty stoked about Dune. I can't wait to see. I'm it. pretty stoked about Dune. Ah, uh, maybe that's when we got to go see. I want to go see that on the IMAX. Oh wow, that would be fucking crazy. It's, I mean, I love Dennis Villeneuve very much. Den, yeah, he's good. Villeneuve, or however you say his French name. Yeah, makes a good movie. Makes a very. I mean, has. I mean, what you've you've seen Arrival? Oh yeah, great, great, great movie. film. Uh, was it Prisoners? Good movie. Great. Movie. Yeah, he doesn't have many misses. Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Great movie. Loved it. Fantastic. Loved it. Harrison Ford. Uh, Argos isn't quite on that tier. No. But of uh, But he's not in their generation either. He's not. He could. He, I don't know. I don't know where I rank Ryan Gosling in the Parthenon. He. You know what he's really. He, the only thing he truly has is he's great with his eyes. He. Uh, he's great with his eyes and he's funny. Yeah. Dude, the nice guys. Oh. I haven't seen it. Oh my god, it is one of my favorite movies. Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling, and Gosling is fucking hilarious. I forget who directed that. It's like a good... It's a, is it Guy Ritchie? It's, I think it is Guy Ritchie. That's Alexa, a nice pull. who directed the other guys? No, the nice guys. Oh, the other guys is Will, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell and Mac Wabig. Alexa, who directed the nice guys? I think it is. The nice guys was directed by Shane Black. Shane, Shane Black. Black. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man 2. Um, Look at this fucking guy. Welcome to the new Nasty Boys movie podcast. <laughs> Predator. He, the big thing he did was uh, like Lethal Weapon, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but the good guys is just so good. It's funny nice and it's a good act, like uh, action movie, kind of yeah. whodunit type thing out in Hollywood in like the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah. It's cool. You know what popped up on my YouTube feed where it's just like, you know, you'll just get given things like I've been watching a lot of clips of just shit that lately, whatever. Like movie clips will always come through my feed. Yeah. One that I always forget is just a fucking classic, L.A. Confidential. So good. How great is that movie? It's amazing when you can watch a movie, because, I mean, what's really weird is we're talking about that movie is, like, old as fuck now. And it was 1992? (laughs) Yeah, dude. That movie is, like, almost 10 years past vintage. It's like a complete throwback. If you showed that movie to a fucking 16-year-old, it would look like Charlie Chaplin. (laughs) Like that, Dude, it would be have, like what, that. What's the oldest movie that you've watched recently? Because today, this morning, uh, well, I, I mean, watched. I watched On Her Majesty's Secret Service last weekend. Mm-hmm. So nineteen right. uh, sixty. Hold on, nineteen sixty-eight. Does my timeline right? It's either sixty-seven or sixty-eight. Dude, I just. Uh, I mean, that's like, yeah, that's a whole different level. That uh, nineteen sixty-eight yeah. movie was old thirty years ago. Yes, I'm talking about these like like this new just with the passage of time. Yeah. I watched about half of the Perfect Storm. Do you oh, remember yeah. George Clooney? Oh, yeah, great film. Yeah, I watched about half of it this morning, and it looked like it was filmed on a razor phone. <laughs> 
I, yeah. And, and like, I'm not talking. <clears throat> I'm not saying that it's like talking mad shit about it. Right. Love the movie. It's a good movie. Sure. But it's just so crazy how quickly it's like, holy shit. Because I watched that in theaters when I was like 10. Mm-hmm. My mom took me. What a great mother-son bonding movie. Dude, it's so funny. I missed the scene today because I had to go run some errands, but like the scene where George Clooney, spoiler alert, it came out in 2000. <laughs> You've had plenty of time. The scene at the end where George Clooney is like dying, he like, he's like going down with his ship. Yeah. And it's just full screen, him underwater, floating, just like, look, at, dude, it was burning in my head for so long. <laughs> It was like, and then it came back to back with Titanic and like Jack, you know, that scene where he's like disappearing out of vision into the water when she lets him go onto yeah. that. Yeah. Wait, were you, wait, wait, back to back? Like you mean like. No, like in the same era. Oh, I thought you meant like you were watching it and it was like, all right, you just finished the perfect storm. Up next, Titanic. Titanic yeah. It's like, Jesus Christ, what am I watching? Boats fail TV? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Failureboats.com. Fail boats. All boats sinking, jaws eating a ship. Dude, my that's my favorite conspiracy. It's not, but it's one of them. The Titanic conspiracy. I've never heard this one. Dude, it was honestly, aside from like aliens, the first thing that wiggled my conspiracy brain. My nana gave me a book called The Titanic Conspiracy. Okay, what would they think it was an inside job? Yeah, yeah. Um, the it's it's the same fucking reason why they killed JFK. The fucking Federal Reserve. What? The Federal Reserve of the United States, like the whole backing of our economy, the goddamn Illuminati, right? Yeah. I mean, for lack of a better term. But sure. The Fed- it's, uh, JFK came out publicly, said, I'm going to abolish the Federal Reserve. It's corrupt. It's not right. It's not going to be the basis of the economy for yeah. our country. They shot him in the fucking head. So wait, you're telling me this boat had a giant press conference. It was like, look, I'm going to go across the Atlantic, <laughs> and yeah. I'm also going to take down the Federal Reserve. No, but on that ship were like 15, 20 of some of the most influential people in the world. Oh, yeah. Economically. And a really good band. And they wanted to, yeah. And they (laughs) wanted to, like, I can't remember all the details. It's been so long. I'll go through it and report back next week. But essentially, it was that that boat was taken down because a lot of people on that boat were coming to America to go and take on the Federal Reserve. What? And they were, yes. Yes. Like, this is backed up. This isn't some cockamamie shit. Sure. It's like, it, you know, obviously, uh, it, it's all <clears throat> uh, hearsay and, and conjecture as far, as far as, like, the inside job. But it's, you know, you can go back and, and find the, the, the ship's log, and it's like, bang, 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 just like the biggest hitters in the whole fucking world. Whoa. Yeah. And, yeah, man. And so they were just like, well, let's just run into this iceberg. Yeah. Or, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, iceberg, who, who could knows? really lived to tell the tale. So what the, my whole thing is then, so what, someone went in there, planted a bomb, and left. Okay. Or just, or just fucking went down. You know? I mean, there... I love the ba- I love the Federal Reserve so much. <laughs> yeah, dude. Or it's like, you know, hey, you go in there and you fucking sink the Titanic. You go down with the ship. Okay. You know, no one ever knows about it. And your family is taken care of for the next five generations. That's okay. Some shit like that. I don't know. It was fascinating. I don't, I don't hate some, that idea, Yeah, it, it would be... Uh, wouldn't that be something? Boy, howdy, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Yeah, we, I wish that there was like some... Audio-only online platform that I could talk about my crazy ramblings with. If only. 
Oh, man. There uh, is one. There is one. Wait, hold on. I'm trying to see if we have... Uh, Unrelated, Billy wearing a green shirt. This is very related, actually. Why? Have you seen the Spotify logo? The Spotify, no. It's green! It's green! The Spotify green room. And then the room is green. Spotify green room. It's an audio-only streaming platform uh, for sports talk. Literally, you just sign up with an, on your iOS or your, and, with your the Android store, whatever you prefer to use. Uh, log in with Twitter. Set up your account and follow at Sports Drink and at the new Nasty Boys and come and bring us your spiciest takes. Super easy to use. Hop on. You know how everyone wants to just be audio only these days. That's it. It's going to fail. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to fail so hard. And we, we're going to keep doing the read. And you know what? If we get in trouble for this, good. Good. I come try- up with a better fucking platform. We have new sponsors coming on board. I just haven't gotten the reads yet. That's good. I tried to hop onto the meeting, and then it just didn't work. Um, and I'll tell you about it afterwards. It sounds like um, a good idea. Okay, cool. So Interesting. More good ideas. I have good podcast idea. I love that. That's fucking excellent. <laughs> it's excellent. So this week is still just another packing week. Dude, this is uh, going to be the last... To Floor Emporium 2.0 pod. Yeah, man. I. It's kind of fucking crazy. This is it. The last one in these hallowed halls. On the couch, just bullshitting around with exposed brick everywhere. On the couch, we did a shit ton of them with jokes downstairs at the kitchen table. <laughs> this building. This whole building. Is, I mean, pretty much has been the extent of the entire podcast. Yeah. We did the first one at my house in Newport. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's fucking crazy. It's really wild. I mean, this place was like, it's decorated to have a Reds podcast in it. Right. All the trims red. The pop, the bobbleheads everywhere. All the bobbleheads. The- so that, that was that kind of a bitch to pack up. Uh, we had some bubble wrap and just kind of rolled it. Then I just threw them at the cats. <laughs> just said, Perfect. like, your toy now. Terrified play, them. Play with this 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 small toy made in China. I mean, dude. This the, is this, They said this looks like Joey Votto. It doesn't. The <laughs> only one in existence, a signed Derek Dietrich bug spray bottle. Do you know what's really funny about that? You look, that's, that signature is fading. Yeah. Just like his career. Hey. Oh, there you go. I Derek, to, did he get cut by the Yankees? Yeah, uh, I think he elected free agency. He went somewhere else again. I don't know. Rangers? That was twenty twenty. Okay. Yeah. So here's what's cur- so you got the bug sprayer, you got the Frisch's big boy, myself portrait behind you. Yeah. So did you see what Frisch's is doing? What's Frisch's doing? You can get up to one entry a day. You just have to go and buy anything at Frisch's, and then they're going to have a raffle, and one lucky human will be winning free Frisch's Big Boys for a year. That's not my death wish. I'm good. I'm, I, I haven't gone, but Alicia wow. sent it to me, and she said, this is your calling, and I was like, well, that's a problem. Me and Mo went to Frisch's the other day. Our oh, new, go our, to the main Our new house is like... Three minutes away from the mainliner. Oh, I love that one. It's cool. Do it's you smell the cool. cookies from the Keebler factory? Yeah, for sure. Smell the cookies. And you know what I don't smell is anything coming from the Kellogg factory. What? The Kellogg's factory, man. There's like 30,000 Kellogg's employees on strike. Nope. Oh, right. Kell- I forgot about that. that. That's like, it's, it's a kind big of deal. fucking crazy that that is not 
a bigger news. I guess it's not crazy. It's a bigger news story because the goddamn mainstream media isn't going to put out a justified strike by 30,000 hardworking Americans out there and give other people the idea to do the same thing. Exactly. You got Kellogg's and then you've got John Deere. I know, man. The ATSAE. Yeah. The internet, the entertainment workers. Oh yeah, like the like the guys who make movies. Yeah, the boom, the sound, the camera guy, the, the lighting grip. guy, the grip, all that shit. And did you see that they went like they were like, all right, we have a new contract, and they went and the and like leadership went. They're like, all right, we can stop the strike. We got everything we wanted. Then they looked over the contract and they went, no, we got nothing we wanted. So we're striking again and fuck the leadership. I do think it's a monumental time. I hope For that sure. I do hope that people. You know the powers that be will listen. I uh, with the, the Tim Dillon podcast played some audio of some Kellogg's employees. Really, and it's wild. There are people that have worked there for like and haven't had an off day in like three years. Wait, they haven't had an off day? No. There are people that don't have a scheduled day off for uh, until twenty twenty three. Shut up! Isn't that crazy? I didn't know it was that. Bad. Yeah, it was like egregious. So. I yeah, I mean it would be great. Hold on, yeah, dude. Don't, they don't have a day off work. I mean, I'm trying to. This is just completely blow, that's completely what the blown guy my said. Mind. I don't know if that counts weekends. I don't know if you know these people are working seven days a week. That is full blown illegal. Uh, co- correct, right? I don't. Yeah. I mean, even if it is the case for three straight years, you mm-hmm. don't have a single day off minus fr- Saturday and Sunday. That is terrible union leadership. It, yeah, it is. It's really fucking bad. That just shows you, like, the idea of a union is fantastic. Unions, in concept, great. You're they a were union a, boy. I am a union guy. CWA forty four hundred. Woo woo. <laughs> Uh, I didn't mean to ICP whoop 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 his t-shirt union whoop whoop (laughs) Uh, well hold on I gotta get a fago but um, actually did you know that all union people are required to go to one one ICP concert every five years I didn't it isn't true that Uh, seems like a weird bylaw it's extremely I don't know if I trust that union at all well I made sure it was in there for the CWA that was you (laughs) we have uh, that we signed two years ago so um with leader like the idea of leadership is supposed to come up and protect people and all this stuff it just hasn't happened in the past like 30 years with unions are mostly there to protect idiots like when you talk to Jake about cuz he's in the grocery union yeah and he's like dude it is impossible to fire someone and they can just be straight up negligent yeah and they just can't get fired they like it's insanity ah but yet, when it comes to like actual rights and things that workers want, it's impossible for any type of leadership to do anything. And I mean, I think it's because of laziness and complacency. They're like, "Well, I'm the head of the union. I don't really have to do much." And it, yeah, I know. I mean, it does get so jumbled up up top in a union when you're trying to delegate X amount of people, and most sure. of them are dumbasses. It's interesting. They uh, Ted Alexandro up in New York yeah. has tried to unionize comedians. That will never happen. It will never happen. I mean, it's what happened uh, back in the 70s when Mitzi Shore wasn't paying people. Yeah, and they were just like... And they went on strike and some people crossed the picket line and then that guy fucking jumped off the building next to the comedy store and killed himself Jesus. and wrote a fucking note. It's what uh, I, it's the book I'm Dying Up Here. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the whole TV show. It's based on that. And, uh, I mean, it. They she started paying them. But yeah. it's not like they fucking unionized or anything. I mean, I don't know if it could work. Well, you know what the deal was? They, she started paying them, 
uh, and then they had to book Polly Shore. Right. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. That that is the thing about most jobs, especially stand-up comedy. Is it's like, okay, it is a fact. Stand-up comedy clubs and venues trying to host comedy mm-hmm. cannot exist without comedians. Correct. But. That doesn't mean good comedians. Correct. That is I mean, so, lo- so true. I mean, long term, yes. You you can't book shit and have people come back to your show or venue. Right. But if all the good comics in the world, just say in this city, mm-hmm. we're like, you know what, man? We need to be making more money. We need to make as much money as a fucking cover band when we play uh, the hub right. or whatever. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, if we were to stop, Go into the club or go into the funny bone or go into hope booking our shows or anything. And we were like, good fucking luck. You don't have any comics. A bunch of really shitty comics (laughs) would come in and work yeah exactly it's it's like the most frustrating thing it's in the like world. when you see that shit pop up on like the facebook group where someone throws out like hey we're booking comics for a contest it costs 25 dollars to enter and then you have to sell tickets and then you have to do this it's like and then when people go do it i'm like you are besmirching what oh dude the, that the ovations have- entertainment shit here in cincinnati see you later dude yeah go away Oh, if I, I, it's not. I mean, I guess they are away. I, I shouldn't even care. I don't care. It's not like it's some sort of threat, but it's just doing it the wrong way. Yeah, getting, getting new kids to pay twenty five dollars to go and play like a bad show. Well, now you have people that we love and respect crossing that line and doing. This, yeah, I this know, shit. and it's that's embarrassing for them. I think. I think it's embarrassing for everything. Everybody. It's embarrassing yeah. for everyone. No, I can't say that wholeheartedly. I know Wyckoff is doing some like Christian show with them, yeah, and and power to him because that's his lane. And I, you know, I didn't even mean to like. <laughs> we're in it now, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we're in it. But I'm just saying, like, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad, and it's bad overall because someone goes to one of those shows it's shitty yeah and then it ruins and, and like that's what cincinnati comedy is to them and then it ruins what we are building right like it, ru- it doesn't ruin the club but i mean like what we're doing at high grain or what like wayne is doing at with his with bombs yeah. away like the independent stuff it makes us look that garage show that braley runs is fantastic so good christian grant that fucking drag show is also great it's one of the best stages in the city yeah and I, I love what Snodgrass is doing in Mount Adams. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, let's go see a comedy show. And then they go to an old Applebee's off of 275, Literally. 45 minutes away. Literally. And they perform there for five people. I'm talking about what I went through. And you can walk oh, and dude, see I, exposed wires. And I'm like, this Applebee's wasn't built like this. They're like, well, we want to make it feel better and more homey. I'm right. like, what is this, a trailer? And then you go in and you <sighs> bum. And then they're like, okay, well, we didn't bring enough people, so you don't get paid. I'm like, what, I still perform? Yeah. They're like, well, that's not your goodbye. Literally. Dude, yeah. I remember one time I was like brand new. I mean, maybe... I would have been about a year in because mm-hmm. I started my first set February 2nd and then I did it and then I drove out to that literally he's not exaggerating an old Applebee's <laughs> yeah I, we both performed that it's shaped like an Applebee's at the time that I went five years ago you could still see neighborhood grill <laughs> like <laughs> watermarked onto the yep. side of the building <laughs> yep it's like it was an Applebee's yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> dude, just it kind of ruled. They were just like dudes smoking blunts in the old kitchen. <laughs> yeah. But. And then there was just a, a shitty banner on the side that said comedy club. Oh, it was so fucking but bad. Someone printed at the makerspace of the library. So I must have been like a, maybe a year in because I drove all the way out there and it was snowing. Wow. It was snowing the whole way out there. I was like, oh, this is kind of getting bad. And then I got there. And I remember the only two people I remember being there were Wayne and Tanner Hines. Two very similar people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> and we sat out there and it was just snowing so fucking hard. And by the time we left, it, it was just like a full blown 30 minute interstate drive that was so dangerous. And how many people showed up? Oh, it was fully empty. <laughs> no, we did like... No, no. It was fully empty minus the bartender and fucking Jay Hay or whatever his name is. And uh, like five giant black dudes in the back who also showed up to do the mic. And it ended up being fun. Like, I guess, you mm-hmm. know, we just like went up there and I just remember not having a good time. It was yeah. like a writer's mic. Jesus. It was so fucking bad. And for 20 minutes, you watch Jay Hay try to eat the microphone. Yeah, no shit, dude. Well, we got a nice ramp for him up at Go Bananas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so then he can roll down it like a fat Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, hell yeah. We could just call him, you know, we could call him Knuckle. Knuckle boy. Just one knuckle, not knuckles, knuckle. Yeah. And then he just fucking rolls yeah. down. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Jesus. Because his, you know why, he would still be just as red because he's fat. Um, <laughs> with terrible skin. I don't like that man. Uh, I, you know what? I'll get into it. Uh, we're, we're fiery tonight. That motherfucker would not show, like, I'd be like, hey man, you know, I'm running a show. Like, I would, you, you know, you, Maudie's back in the day. And he would he did go bananas twice, and then he would just come and like just be fat in the corner. And uh, he said, "Oh, I don't go. To, I don't do mics anymore. I only do it to get paid. I only get booked. Only get do shows when I get booked and paid." It's like, why? When you just want to practice and work in your cra- on your craft? He went, "Nah, I'm afraid everyone's going to steal my jokes." Really? Did he really? He straight said that to yeah, my man. face. The ego in this world can be really crazy. Never understood that. I I. I mean, I on get my it. end, we all, yeah, of course, we, you know, we keep it humble, but there is a kernel of like insane egotism that we do this. Sure. You know? Oh, 100%. You, like what Mike Birbiglia says, you have to continue to lie to yourself that this is going to be successful or else you will just give up. Yeah. Because the dream is so wild. Yeah, I know, man. It, it, so it kind of makes sense that in the in that level of delusion... Mm-hmm. That some people don't know how to like manage it properly, you know. Yeah. But God, it's awful to be around. Also, you kind of have to disillusion yourself to exist in everyday life. That's true. You have to wake up and say, "I'm going to do this so that and to make enough money to continue to do whatever I want to do." Yeah, I guess. Why do I have to do that? Yeah. Oh, I could also just because this idea, like I, I've been thinking about retirement a lot lately. Yeah, I don't because there's so many commercials and it's oh, always AARP, on constantly. Ugh. I mean, we're thinking about our parents build wealth. Well, we've been watching so much playoff baseball. We actually have to watch the commercials. Now. Yeah, you know, it's still Isn't that wild. <sighs> I've got we got a free trial of YouTube TV. I, it's been awesome to channel surf. Isn't it great? But commercials are wild. It's so weird. It's like I haven't seen real. I haven't really seen commercials in like 
eight years. <laughs> and now you're fucking forced. I'm like, Damn, Kate McKinnon, good for you. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> you're all over the place. Why is Aidy Bryant dancing in old navy jeans now? Yeah, no shit. I watched Soul Plane. Kevin Hart's in that. Came out in 2000. Yeah. Pre 9 11, thank then, God. And then think about this commercials during the Soul Plane on TV. Yeah. Kevin Hart for Chase Bank. That is so wild. Isn't that insane? Wow. And Snoop Dogg for Corona. Oh, of course. I'm like, these guys are fucking a quarter century deep into this shit. Do you know what kind of money you get to spokesperson Chase Bank? Yeah. They have enough <laughs> that they could just leave it at your house. That is so fucking crazy. Sorry, I got no, what saying. No, but I'm watching this retirement oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like these people who are like in their mid to late 50s who are fit walking around like, make sure you enjoy retirement. For what, 10 good years and then you get old and all that money funnels into the fucking medical system where there's where it's just like the next commercials for like a pill to keep your heart pumping. Where, yeah, where we're just like, just, people can't die anymore. We were talking about how people can't age. We don't let people die anymore. No. Isn't that kind of crazy? No. Do you, like, f- do you feel like... What, like commercials when they string them together it's almost purposeful anxiety to give you that gives you that so that you are crippled and then you just end up staying on the couch the rest of the night I'm pretty sure that that's it's all fear based the fucking plan yeah yeah unless it's then worry, it's worry 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 well because it's if you're scared you'll pay money true you can't go and be passive and tell everyone it's gonna be okay right and also here's our product yeah <laughs> You know, yeah. or also here's our what we're pitching retirement. It's not necessarily a product, more of a concept, but like, yes, yeah. I mean, yes, I, I that's not crazy to say. No, it's just not. I mean, it's pretty confirmable. There's uh, whether we just know that the media manipulates us, we just know it, right? And now with the phones, it's like they the hooks are in, dog. The hooks are in, dude. I was driving today. Retirement. Retirement. I mean, LOL. Yeah. Retire. If you can make it there. I mean, Good luck. just the idea of me getting to a point where I no longer have to like work to get money and then I can just live out the rest of my day. If I retired today, I would be out of money in six, four months. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, counting rent. Yes. I would be out in two months. I would be gone. No idea where I would be at, but it wouldn't be good. I know, like three or four months. Sure. Well, then you could also just build up enough debt and credit cards and kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I know a fucking guy. A friend of mine married this dude who his senior year of college, him and three roommates just all got credit cards, maxed them the fuck out, and like balled off their ass. For, uh, like their senior year of college they got like a penthouse and what happened after that they're just still paying it off oh but they're you know the, if he's rich he's a rich fucking guy oh yeah comes from money is in finance you know he's doing fine oh he's in finance does that make sense yes you might as well max out your credit cards ruin ruin yourself yeah and be like you know what i can handle other I, people's I, money I can, I can do this i know how to fuck it up for you let me help i'm a fiduciary damn I don't know if I use that word right. Fiduciary is pretty good, though. Like, I don't even know what it means, but the fact that you could say it is pretty, pretty impressive. Fidelity commercials. (laughs) (laughs) We're programmed, bro. Bro, I don't even know what it means when I'm throwing it around. That is fucking hilarious. (laughs) A good fiduciary. That is so fucking funny. Yeah. Oh, God. It's just... 
It's a lot. I think I'm all, I also think about this because, like, once I uh, today, I will foolhardily admit I had far too much caffeine today. So I had like a big. So we have that iced coffee thing right there. Oh yeah, and it just steeps and steeps. It's it steeps for like two days. Oh, so that you thing. get straight crack when yeah. you pour it. Yeah. It, and it's it steeps for two days. It steeps. Oh yeah, I was. I was oh, it steeps. Oh, it steeps. I was steep in it. And <laughs> uh, come on, that's a fun pun. And and then I, the gr- it was near the end, so there were grounds. And then I put ice and filled it back up with water, and then was drinking that all day. Filled it up like four or five times. Then I've had two diet cokes. Just ripping ground Just, like resin bong water. <laughs> Basically, and I took Coffee some pop bong water. Then I took some espresso beans, ground them up, lined it up with my credit card, and fucking <laughs> snorted it. Dude, it's so funny. The uh, Go Banana is going to have an espresso machine now. Oh, I told you that, right? Yeah, that's a ter- I think that's an awful <laughs> it's idea. It's the worst idea ever. No, hey, you but know who what? cares? You know what? I had a uh, bucket and a half of Miller Lite. You know what I need? An espresso shot. <laughs> I need a shot of espresso. Yeah, because I need to keep this high functioning. Yeah, I'm at a, I'm at a club right now and. I'm pretty sure I just heard a dog, but <laughs> let me get a double shot espresso. Let me do that. We had fun last week recording in the green room. Hell yeah. And performing for the best eight audience members Dude, ever. that was so fun, man. I, we, but we all fucked around. Yeah. The, we had fun. No the, one ate it. Well, well, no one... There okay. was some eating it. There was some eating it. Yeah, people ate some food. Some people ate... <laughs> People ate some dick up there. Yeah, but uh, there were some laws. We all had. I had a great time. Yeah, I it think it went fun. as well as it could for eight fucking people. It really was, man. And in the past, we would have cut shows at twelve. Yeah, but it's so fucking funny. After twenty months of COVID, we're like eight people. Fuck let's, yeah, let's rip it. Yeah, you know. So no, it was a lot of fun. The show, the opening up at Go Bananas. I I think last week I was just kind of in it. Yeah, and was uh. I haven't listened back, but like, you know, maybe I was being pessimistic. The lumps that have come with Go Bananas as far as like some of the light attendant shows and everything. Is on you. It's your fault. (laughs) (laughs) Show up, you listener. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, I thought you were talking talking to me directly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just such a dick. That made me laugh so hard. (laughs) It's your fault. Yeah. uh, Shoulder all the blame. Yes. Um, no, I, it, it's there's some growing pains that come with opening back up, but like we're filling the books up, and it's gonna be Liddy. Yeah, what Blake's up? He's performing right now. Right now, man. And then Tom Takar this weekend. Yes, it's uh, we've got some real fun ones as far as like what we're getting on the books right now. And I wish I wish I could, if we get everything moved in in time. I will look at Alicia and say, Saturday night, we're going up. We got to see Tommy, Tommy yeah, T. Yeah, for sure, man. So it's Tommy T, Tommy McNamara. Yeah. And who's hosting? Fagin Bush. Oh, the Faggy Boy. Fagin Bush. Yeah, Faggy Boy, that's that's a, that's close. And then you know who's hosting next weekend? Who? Justin Adkins. The Sad Man Fart Pants. Sad Man Fart Who's Pants he hosting for next weekend? Colette. Oh. Gave Coletti the weekend, man. Who's the middle? Uh, Sam Rager. I love yeah, Sam. She stayed here, right? Yeah, I've had yeah. her on my couch. I had her for a uh, full weekend. Dude, I remember. And I booked I her out. In, uh, yeah, I remember. I came in hanging with you and Sam before some show, I think at the Hub. Yeah. Upstairs. We- and I walked in and Sam was like, hey, Lee, how's it going? And I was like, maybe a week into that breakup. Yeah. And I was like, not good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you remember that? I, yes. I was just like, I couldn't put on a front. No. I was like, I'm really sad. 
Yeah. Well, we're both the same way. We let everything hang out. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to uh, it's hard to cover it up. And when I do cover it up, it just means that I'm pretty just like distant and quiet. Yeah. Because as soon as my mouth opens up, I'll just be like, I don't feel good. I'm not happy. Yeah. I'm so unhappy and unfulfilled. What in the fuck is life? Yeah. I had somebody say to me, they're like, it was uh, Sean, the guy, not Sean Tenner, the other Sean. Yeah. Who hangs out there. He's like, man. You know, I can just never envision you being sad. You're always smiling and happy. It's like, yeah, I'm in a bar. I'm drinking. I'm happy right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, of course. It's Come a good s- moment. See me on. S- talk to me at noon on a Tuesday. Mm. Noon on a Tuesday. What a shitty time. What an awful time to be alive. Yeah. I guess you can spin it anyways and just be like, no, nah, I mean, noon on a Tuesday. You can eat lunch. You make it to five. Then it's fucking, you know, hump day. But it's never that. <laughs> But it's never hump that day. Hump day, dude. I love hump day. Man, last Wednesday. Whew, boy, howdy. Last Wednesday. I got me and Fausty were hanging out after the oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's tore right. ourselves a new one. Did you rip it up on Wednesday? Boy, howdy. Damn. It just was because it was just like the first pro am back. I had fun with um, just being up there with running the show with Philly it's the P. Best. It was the best. I just had a great time, and the next thing you know, I'm looking at my watch, and I have two of them on, and it's almost two o'clock. Oh, really? Yeah. Damn. That that kind of turn. That kind of turn. Yeah. Where I was looking like, at your watch, and you said, "I don't remember putting two of these on." Yeah. <laughs> Damn, boy, that's fun. It was super fun. Boy, Faust can pull you in. He's kind of shaped like a damn little snake. <laughs> And he can just like hypnotize you, and uh, oh, I've gotten real fucked up with Faust before. Guy's a weasel. Yeah, guy will get you, man. Guy is, you know, have you seen the Suicide Suicide Squad? Then what, James Gunn one? Yeah, you know that yeah, weasel. Oh yeah, they actually cast Josh Faust. That's, it. <laughs> so that's actually Faust's first credit. Well, dude, he could be a superhero now because Faust is ripped now. Oh yeah, he's uh, he's, he's a tight bodied little man. Yes, he is. Yeah, he looks he, good. He's gonna listen to this and beat our ass. He's not listening. No. No, zero no percent chance. None whatsoever. So, f- dude, fucking, let's go. That was a fun group of folks that was coming up at the club. You- oh yeah, um, that and then some, it, Chad Daniels. Yeah, talked to him this week. Did you see that new merch? <laughs> yeah, hot off the them CS pressers. That's right, baby. Uh, Chad Daniels, uh, Letterman, Annie Letterman coming back what yeah i nice. just i just talked with her today um love her I'm trying to think some uh, ones that i'm excited about like michael roland and jordan jensen are coming to co-headline okay michael roland is there you wouldn't have they haven't like popped huge or anything they both got comedy central credits okay jordan jensen she opens for louie okay i learned about her through chance willie she keep the door closed? No, I mean, she's fucking cool because Louie's not a goddamn predator. <laughs> <laughs> if we're letting it lose on this podcast, fucking okay. free Louie CK. Um, but yeah, no, they're coming. They're so fucking funny. Michael Rowland, look him up on Instagram. Okay. He is one of the few dudes, like, I laugh out loud at his bits, man. He's just kind of like this, like, bumbling 
broy dude from Atlanta. God, he's so fucking funny. He's real <laughs> tight with Max Fine. Oh, okay. They're on a run together right now. But oh, no, fun. A lot of, lot of fun. Renan Hershberg's coming. Oh, I love that man. And uh, shout out Spencer DeMolke. Congratulations. First host yeah! week. Yeah! Got ourselves a Jew weekend. A Jewy weekend. <laughs> Good God. Let him take over. <laughs> Don't worry about the media. They'll take it over. And Manny McKelvey's coming down to work with Renan. Good! So a lot of fun shit popping off. She So there was like a string for three years. Anytime Renan was booked to headline an independent show, your boy was on it. You. Every single one. Anytime Renan was there, I would just like... I don't like it would be like this person's headlining then I would come in I'm like Renan he'd be like are you on the show again I'm like yeah he goes yeah okay (laughs) no he was always excited but no because he he's the best I love that guy Renan's cool he's taping a special at the comedy cellar yeah yeah he is next month it's very exciting wants to run that hour that's right and it's gonna be and that dude after being at the cellar and you know home is go bananas it's just like the cellar is just a smaller version of Go Bananas. I mean, well, the... the uh, Which one? We didn't go to uh, Village Underground, not the original one. Not the original one, the other one. Yeah. It's just like, oh, that's just a smaller version. It's super fucking cool. Great. I would love to have a basement here in the city. We do. Yeah. Motor. Yeah, motor. Yeah. We have one. It's great. Yeah, it is. And Blake will be filming there in a couple weeks. I want another one. (laughs) Another one. I want a basement with like a street entry. Uh, like that's what's so cool. I've never been to the cellar, but like the walk down in. Yeah, it's cool. And then you're there. It's like a cave. You are in a comedy I cave. I love the idea of walking down to get to the comedy. Like, oh, dude, if I yeah. could do just comedy in a fucking hole. <laughs> just under Patrick Starr's house. Dude, let's just get a bobcat. There's some grass right over here. Yeah. Let's just, oh, dude, let's do it in my backyard. Let's just dig a hole. Dig a big ass hole. Put some uh, like boards and brush above it. Yeah, and then yeah, just I'm under- into uh, it. underground comedy, true we, underground comedy. We, we could call it the foxhole, the mud hole, baby. <laughs> mud the foxhole's good. Apocalypse Now Club. I like the foxhole, man. Speaking of holes, the Dodgers are in one. Come on, talk Boom, about a transition. Not bad. Not bad. That the, was solid. It, uh, I'm having deja vu, babe. It's yeah, the uh, being up three, being down three one in the against NLCS against the Braves. Against the Braves, it is now what a cl- it is eight, uh, twelve, thirteen, twelve. Th- I don't know how to read it by watch. I just wear it because it's cool. Uh-huh. Um, it's actually broken. That's not true. Um, but right now we're probably going to assume that the Dodgers are up six nothing. And that they are just going to come back and storm back, right? Or is this the end? It would surprise me if they lost this game. The Dodgers? Yeah. It's a bullpen game. Yeah, it would surprise me if they lost it. It's a bullpen game, but it would surprise me if one of those dudes, Betts, Belly, Turner, Seager, Taylor, Smith, if one of those dudes didn't have a moment... Turner's probably out this. Oh thing. yeah, that's true. Yeah, he pulled, gritty pulled his hand. Okay, the other Turner then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fast one. Yeah, but like, uh, yeah, that um, it would surprise me if the Dodgers didn't at least win Game Five. I would too. It would surprise me too, considering they're at home. Alexa, what's the score of the Dodgers game? Here we go. We're about to find out. The Los Angeles Dodgers Here we go. Well, it literally just it fucking just started. Began. Okay. Damn. Okay. Alexa, stop. 
Jesus. She's getting more and more. I fucking I'll yell. Here's the thing. I yell out Tuesday morning what the weather is. This only happens on Tuesday. I go, what's the weather? And then she goes, it is 67 degrees with a high of 74 degrees. Have a great Tuesday, Billy. I'm like, no. Mm-mm. On Tuesday, she says your name? Tuesday, she says my name. Ah, oh, and is that like a thing that you fucked up in the settings or is she Alicia learning? Alicia set up a, an account for me and I have not gone into it, but she just knows it's me on Tuesdays in the, in the morning seeing what the weather's going to be. Damn. It's crazy. But, so you're saying that there is no way, even though that they have just been basically bullpenning this series. Bullied. Yeah. Bullied the whole series. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of crazy that I guess it's not really their fault that Bauer and Kershaw are out. No. But still, I mean, that's you just don't have anything else. You got Scherzer and, and Bueller, obviously. I mean, there's nothing to shake a fist at. You don't forget you're you're leaving out the 20 game winner, Julio Urias. Oh yeah, Urias. But Urias, they've been absolute workhorsing him way too much. What are they doing? It, he's pitched every fucking game this series. <laughs> yeah. Literally. Right. That's Of course he's going to get touched up. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it is pretty wild. I don't understand it. I get it. It's the end of the year, but everyone's gassed. Everybody is. You can tell. Yeah. They're like, oh, well, this is supposed to be your throw day. Well, now you're just going to do that in a game. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. I don't rise to the moment. I've been getting so geeked up on moments. Well, ri- okay, hold on. Rise to the moment. There is only so much you can do. Oh, I understand the, the that. The human but- body has, and how many pitches are in an arm? Like, dude, Max, uh, not, uh, not Max. Yeah, uh, Scherzer said after that when he closed out that game, the last whatever uh, was that game one that he closed out, or no, that was. Game or was that game four of the? It was the, the it was the final game of oh, the LDS, the right. check swing, the check swing, which we'll get to that next. He said after that he had dead arm. Really? Yeah, because he'd never closed before and he was just gas gassing him. It's like ninety eight every pitch. When if you watch him, he starts a game throwing ninety two, ninety three, and then by the time that he's supposed to be done, in he's the throwing sixth or seventh inning. 96, 97. Yeah. You know, it's all about that time. I don't get it, man. And Charlie Morton was doing that same thing. That was so crazy to watch. That's the sign of a good pitcher, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Once you get to this part of the season, it's obviously the best teams. Yeah. And it's really just so fun to watch the best players on the best teams play during the biggest pressure moments. It's it's just been a pleasure to watch playoff baseball this year. Uh, it's just I think this this is for sure better than last year's playoffs. No doubt. Well, full fucking stadiums of people. I well, mean, uh, yes, okay. I, but game wise, it's better too. These people are uh, they're lubed. I mean, they're damn like we were saying. They're gassed, dude. Yeah, they just played triple the amount of games they did last season. Exactly, and then the, and then they're dealing in front of like you said. There were no there was nobody there last year, and now they're in stark oof. contrast because last year during the playoffs, some stadiums allowed some people in. The only stadium, Atlanta, negative. Atlanta had people. Texas. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, they played in like the bubbles or whatever. They played in the Texas bubble and the San Diego bubble. Yeah, that's right. At the D- at the the uh, CS stage. Yeah, but the stark contrast between that and 
I mean, 50,000 people standing the entire game, right. screaming when you're hitting, and hushed when their offense is up. It's just, it's, it's wild. so fucking awesome. It's incredible to watch. It's the best. It has shifted more for the NFL, I think. Yeah. The home field advantage. And you see it in Baltimore. Yeah. Like how good they are at home. Yeah. Like you saw what they did to the Chargers. Chargers are a good team. Oh, yeah. They They have a very good team. Yeah. Offsides. Yeah. Just totally It's fun, man. That 12th man. Or that 10th man. Or whatever it is. I would just do anything. I know that we're, because we have to, we're talking about the other things. But could you imagine being at the gab with that kind of energy? How fucking awesome it would be. Oh, man. It would be so electric because that stadium is sick. And I've just never been there when it's popping off. You trying to make me cry? You trying to make me cry? Yeah. Because watching this this NLCS, going in, I know with the Dodgers down and out like this, without their starting pitching, if we had one or two more fucking relievers. Yeah. We would be there. I know. We were more complete teams than the Giants. I know. With belt out. And that offense. And we had, we would have starters that could go the distance. And then you would only need two or three relievers to shut it down and you would have fresh arms. But if we had mm. two more in addition to our guns right now, and if we're going to if and butt ourselves to death. Which was just what we do here. And, 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 you know, any sports talk. Uh, TJ... It's filthy. I mean, you could even go, get five in a third out of Sonny or Luis and then go, you know, fucking Sesa, Sims, TJ. Yeah. And then shut it all down with Doolittle. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, but I'm saying you needed yeah. the extras. Right. Those t- those hypothetical two arms. Who yeah. fucking knows? I know. It. Uh... It, yeah, I just brought it up just talking about... To, to bring pain. Wa- yeah, no, but watching <laughs> watching all of the playoff atmosphere, it's, it's like almost my favorite fucking part, is seeing people so excited. Oh, dude, watching games at Fenway is my favorite thing right now. Yeah, it's incredible. And it's... They're going crazy. Well, and having that first game at Fenway where they just came out and won 16 to 2. Yeah, hit two grannies. Never happened before. Yeah. And then Schwarber just staring at that thing going to right field. Yeah. I know, man. Uh, Schwarber has been fully taken in by Boston. Yes. Did you see that tweet? He was, he's was he been named an honorary uh, citizen of some town up there. Of course he has. Yeah. Like, I, it actually... It actually, I'll try to look it up right now. But, uh, well, it just looks like he, he's missing a Carhartt jacket. I know. He, he he's working a on a boat. garbage man. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he looks like he works in fucking uh, like sanitation. Yeah, he throws the F word around if, a lot. Which one? Both. Okay, so the city councilor of uh, Waltham has made Kyle Schwarber an honorary citizen of Waltham. Watson. It's fucking, whereas Kyle Schwarber is a valued member of the Boston Red Sox, <laughs> and whereas Kyle Schwarber's good nature and everyday guy attitude earned him the nickname Kyle from Watham, and whereas Kyle from Watham is having a very successful postseason with the Boston Red Sox, now therefore, 
Be it resolved, the Waltham City Council hereby recognizes Kyle fucking Schwab as an honorary citizen of Waltham. And be it further resolved that the Waltham City Council wishes continued success to the Boston Red Sox in the 2021 postseason. Ask not what Kyle <laughs> Schwaber can do for you, but what you can do for Kyle Schwaber. Dude, that is my Boston accent. It's just JFK. It's JFK. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, just try to do a JFK. You nailed it. It's second JFK reference of the show. <laughs> Boom. Lots of JFKs floating but, around. Yeah, uh, who do you want to win that series, in the, speaking of Fenway? I know we're just kind of bopping back and forth. Okay, I, I have reasons for both. Okay. I'll give you my reasons for Boston. Pretty amazing that after a season that was shortened by the pandemic, but before that, they were going in, trading off Mookie Betts and saying, we're building, we're kind of rebuilding, we're kind of figuring it out. We'll but bring in Martinez, you know, but we're rebuilding. We're rebuilding. We just had to fire our manager because he was caught up in the Astros conspiracy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're going to figure it out. And we just hired a new GM in Shane Bloom who has fundamentally changed the franchise. Full blown. And the results are already showing in a year with what he's done. And the fact that we counted Boston out. I did. You, we thought that they would finish possibly fourth in the division. Yes. Behind the Rays, Yankees, Yankees Rays. and Blue Jays. Yeah, exactly. The fact that they are here with this offense and having Kike Hernandez just fucking explode. And then Kyle Schwarber being healthy and back to what he was when he hit those 18 home runs in 14 games or whatever Bogarts it was. being who Xander they need Bogarts. him to be. Every, that whole offense being Martinez historic. Martinez is raking. Historically uh, good. Demers is his name? Devers. Devers. Yeah, Devers. Rafael Devers. I, you know who I like for that team is Christian Arroyo. Oh, it's second He's base? He's got major Pedroia vibes as oh, far yeah. as just... Being a second baseman for the Red Sox and being short, <laughs> right? You and, know, and he, but and Pedroia hasn't been gone that long. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it's it's cool. So I want I would want the Red Sox for that I like reason. That team. Here's the other side of it. I want the Astros for the simple fact that they would they last year they got into the playoffs with an under 500 record and then almost got back to it after all of the shit that came out yeah. before the season even started in 2020 the fact that they can redeem it go back have the same players the same shit and be like we aren't cheating all this shit everyone's over it it's right it's a great story man you want to see that too it's like a great story. i like both sides of this it's interesting but, to see people get over it but wouldn't you like to see a full fenway pack in late october early november <coughs> rocking against another storied franchise like either the Braves or the Dodgers and I can make stories for both give me the the Boston Braves that'd be fun that's pretty fucking cool that's they, pretty they cool from Boston to Atlanta dude like right Boston dude Boston no yeah uh no it was no they moved from Milwaukee yes you're right so they moved from Milwaukee to Atlanta Boston Braves then just became the Boston Red Sox yeah so but it's I I kind of want I want the Red Sox because I want the redemption also I want to see Chris Sale p pitch in the World Series again yeah because I think that he will turn a corner and be better um Nothing, no, none of the stats or anything he has done this postseason will back up what I have said. His start was good. He let Jordan Alvarez hit two really hard balls off of him. And Jordan Alvarez is an excellent hitter. Yeah, oh yeah. Elite. He had a triple cycle. <laughs> he banged one oppo over the monster That's and then fucking donged one off of the monster. 
No, no. I mean, he, Sale looked good. There were some real fun moments. He didn't have many clean innings, mm-hmm. but I wa- I remember an inning, uh, runners first and third, Yeah, one out. That's a dangerous spot to be he in. He worked out of it. Two Ks in a row. Boss Fenway goes fucking nuts. He is just screaming into his glove. Yeah. And then has to go and take off his hat and glove to show that he doesn't have any fucking... Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Did you see that thing? I think I sent it to you from MLB Nerd, uh, that there's a shine that there's that Boston's cheating. Yes. with the, They've got some kind of sticky stuff behind the like where your hairline is on the back of your neck. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Everyone cheats. It's fucking baseball. Let's yeah. get over it. We've been cheating since the game was invented. It's human nature to cheat. I know. The, 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 the trash can thing was bad. Sure. But I, I, I would agree. It's, cheating is kind of part of baseball. Sure. I think that, that right now we're going to find out about something. Like we are three, we are three years behind. We're going to be three years behind on some other kind of crazy cheating scheme. For sure. Sure. Of course. It's baseball. For sure. I mean, it's like it's every... Every, every team is doing it. Yeah, somehow, some way. I, I like, fucking dig the story. I wouldn't have guessed that I would have right. eight months ago, well, but I like the idea of the Astros winning. Think about this with cheating, okay? You've got the 20, 2017 Astros cheating with the trash can and the TV. You've got the, the 2018 Red Sox with the app watches, and then you have the 2021 Reds cheating fans out of having a playoff team. Come yeah, on! Fully cheating. Totally yeah, cheating. We Sorry. got fully cheated. I had to get that in there. No, it was good. Thank you. No, it was good. Thank you. Then, <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, I've been thinking about that all day. Um... So sorry, your tangent. Where you were headed? Oh no, I can't even remember, man. It's so, so tangential. And then you look at the National League. You look at this Dodgers, the team of destiny. You 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 had every reason to throw in the towel and blow it up and say we're not going to we're not Acuna's out. Our seasons are dependent upon the ACL of one of the best all-around players in the league. And Alex Anthopoulos said, "Hold my beer." And went and got Eddie Rosario, Jorge Soler. Jorge Soler is is a 2019 remove from hitting almost 50 fucking demons. I know, I know. So you go out and you get him. You go out and you get Jock, Jock Peterson, Peterson, who just shows up in Jocktober. Yeah, dude, it is fully memed with the pearls. Oh, the which pearls. Which I fucking love. It's, I think it's so baller. It's fun as shit. It's so cool. I mean, Jocktober. Let's fucking go. And ex-Red great, Adam Duvall. Adam Duvall. You go and get Duvall too. I mean, you go and you rebuild it and say we're gonna go for it, and then go get the the guy that we wanted in Pittsburgh, the uh, Rodriguez, Eduardo yeah. Rodriguez, yeah. The, the predator looking motherfucker. Yeah, God, to that guy bolster is the pen. nasty. Yeah, and and this is and Freddie Freeman is just Freddie fucking Freeman. Yeah, he's Joey Votto. He started off this series a little slow. And then, what did I text you last night? I'm like, good to see Freddie Freeman back. Austin Riley. Austin Riley's been future. an MVP candidate after the second half of the season. No doubt. Um, and you watch these guys just claw and fight after being like, any every reason to just throw it Who's in. Who's that dude in, out of their pin? Matzik? Yeah. Filth. Disgusting. Filth. I've, I've, I've just happened to see like four of his appearances. Yeah. Guy is filthy. And Smiley's brought it back. Yeah. I mean, you look at this and you... It's a fun team. I, I do. It, I just like it. And I love Brian Snitker. The fact that he's one of those dudes who worked his way up through the minor leagues as a manager and then gets there and they're just like, oh, he's going to be like a placeholder 
for when we go and find after we rebuild and then they were done rebuilding two years in front of schedule yeah and they're like well this is the guy such development and ron washington at third dude just being aggressive as fuck so ballsy man i love it those were some really that was that those were the moments that i'm alluding to where it's just like what a move he would have been the fucking biggest goat in the world yeah if he had got if one of those guys has been thrown out right and rosario tagged yeah uh, the play before to even get to third or get to second, mm-hmm. he tagged from first base on a fly ball caught in foul territory in left field. Yep, and huffed it. Yeah, Rosario, man, he was on our fucking radar a little bit. A little bit. I would have been okay with getting different break. Rosario. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'm thinking of Mod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, yeah, uh, shortstop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Different Rosario. Different Rosario, who actually had a statistically better year than Francisco Lindor believe it how about that yeah that's fucking wild just cleveland continuing to luck into it i do i like the braves team uh there are the dodgers i saw a fucking graphic there were more people outside of truest stadium watching the braves dodgers game than there were inside the dodgers stadium watching the braves dodgers game what isn't that crazy that's wild there were like 55, 60,000 people showed up to watch outside. Could you imagine wow, if the Reds wow. were in up in the NLCS? Uh, the fun we'd have down at the Dora? Dude, They'd I would have just, to put up extra TVs that go all the way down to the Paul Brown Stadium. Dude, you're putting a TV on the Roebling. <coughs> you're putting a TV on the Roebling. That's what you're doing. You're projecting it into the fucking, uh, like, onto those houses across the Yeah, river. no shit, dude. The Sing the Queen City, we'll see ya. We're putting up a fucking 200-foot projection screen. Dude, could you imagine? That'd be so sick. <laughs> I know, and it's painful that we haven't gotten it. Think about this. The Reds shared it this week. Happy anniversary. It's been 31 years since the Cincinnati Reds have won the World Series. Why did they share that? The ineptitude. The ineptitude of being like, hey, check out our history. We're a historic franchise. But I mean, our social we- media is good, and they're trying to do... It's like, they're different entities. It's not like Bob Castellini like, sent out a video. It's like, hey, guys, 31 years ago, when I didn't own the team, <laughs> we uh, won the World Series. You know, I get yeah. like honoring the 90 team, but yikes. What a bad time to do it. What a bad time to do it. It hurt. It's painful. It's un. It's honestly unbearable. To I be- blocked. I blocked uh, the word Castellanos on my Twitter. Oh, you did. <laughs> oh well, I don't blame you. <laughs> it just bums me out. Just let it go. You just. We have to do what we did. Remember what we did with Bauer? Yeah. Where we just were like, we just knew, and we, we just, just let it go. Let it go. Thank you for your service. Appreciate it. Good luck in the next year. <laughs> You're gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> Have fun in L.A. I'm sure you're going to play a lot of baseball. <laughs> oh, did you see that he's going to repeat as Cy Young? Oh, wait. No, he's not. Yums. I wonder if he'll get any votes. Sorry. <laughs> that thing just came out of nowhere. What Actually, it came out of my butthole. Yeah. Uh, your south mouth. My south, <laughs> south uh, mouth? Yeah, dude. I heard Sam Talent said that on that like little seven-minute clip he did for Comedy Central. Yeah. It's really... It's such a good... Dude, it's so funny. He's talking about a fart on an airplane. Oh, I watched that. How funny. The guy in the front row who takes his hat off and 
bellows it in front of his face to get the smell away and he goes cries out have mercy and he's wearing a pow hat (laughs) he goes it was a pow hat (laughs) that is so goddamn funny um shout out sam t sammy t um but i mean the fact that they are sharing all these past playoff things it's like motherfucker you were close enough to do this yeah you could have keep you could keep sharing present day moments yeah instead of having us sit into a standstill because you're worried about the budget i know yeah whatever 31 years ago bob castellini was 85 (laughs) you know it's time we move on we move on come here bob get into welcome to our comedy club it's a hole right yeah yeah get in yeah i mean it's just ah it's infuriating um so but Overall, the Dodgers storyline, just the the combination of just getting waxed or not going to the World Series in the, and the CS or going to the World Series and failing, especially against Houston when uh, the sign stuff was happening. And then last year, you have the pandemic-shortened season, and now people are like, well, that doesn't really count. It was 60 games. Fuck you. I'm not – that doesn't count. So yeah. they have to go out and prove like, no, that was the real deal. So far, it's not happening. Yeah. But – Having that storyline. All of these I'm, like, fine with. Losing to San Francisco would have been the ultimate fail. I mean, obviously, if they had gotten, like, beat by the fucking Cardinals. Which they almost did. Speaking of the Cardinals, we didn't talk about this last week. We'll see you, Mike Schill. Yeah, that's wild. Did you? So, I'm glad we waited a week to talk more about it. Because because that video came out. Or not the video, but, like, him, his formal goodbye or whatever. It was good. He fucking cried. He's yeah. been with that team for like 20 years or some shit. Yeah, in the minor leagues, working yeah. his way up. Yeah, and apparently it was just like some disagreements. Yeah, it was a philosoph- It was philosophical differences. That is so wild, so, which man. Means- they won 17 games in a row in September to make the playoffs. And they fired him. Belly got extended. It's crazy. I mean, it's just yeah. so weird how it can work, right? Yeah. Because I agree Belly with me, the- Boone? David Bell. Oh, oh, Bally. Okay, it, it's, gotcha. No, it's just funny that, like, it's just how it works sometimes. The Reds completely sputtered at the end. Mm-hmm. Extension. Right. The Cardinals' historic charge at the end fired. It's weird. It's very weird. It's like they have a front office who's like, we can improve the team. Here's how we do it. Yeah. Huh. Novel concept. Yeah, I know, dude. Um. So... Bring and chill the bench coach, dude. Tell me all your secrets. Tell me your secrets, you fucking frog man. You cardinal genius. <laughs> He's right. been in that fucking organization since, you know, before Pujols was there. Yeah, what did you do in the minors? What was your development like? What did you guys do? Well, how did you draft? Like, what I was know, your, dude. What His was brain your... is important. He is a fucking square. Well, you saw... But I would love oh, to pick his brain. You know where he's interviewing? St. Diago. Really? Yeah. That would be big for them. I bet they should hire him. They should. You know who's not interviewing in San Diego, which is interesting? Ron Washington. That is kind of interesting. You think you would bring a guy in who took the Texas Rangers to the World Series a couple times? Yeah. To, or, you know, they, he was a good manager. He just got caught with cocaine. I was about to say, San Diego, there's a lot of coke there. Yeah. That's when you're a buying- real cokey city, man. A lot of rich white people by the ocean. Now, you what? You're telling me Atlanta isn't? Or you think just Atlanta's yeah. keeping a secret? Yeah. Atlanta, yeah. Think we'll of- crack. 
<laughs> yeah, Ron Washington's hanging out, eating wings at Magic City, smoking crack out of a stripper's pussy. <laughs> okay. And everyone's just like, shut up about Ron. Let him do his thing. Let him do his thing. The Braves are winning. Yeah, Chastity, just let Ron smoke crack out yeah, of your dude, asshole. That was it, man. He was doing a little bump out there, and he was like, you know what? Fuck it. Go home. Go, go. Give him the wind. <laughs> give him the windmill. No, Ron Washington is a legend. The fact he did coke is honestly cool. cool. Yeah, Couldn't agree you know, more. It's sick. So he cool. lost his job for doing coke. Go. Yeah, we, it's that's awesome. It's in the two <laughs> in, in the two thousands, that is a thing that like you'd hear in the seventies, right? Seventies, mm. eighties, in every league, and it, they, these stories are looked back on fondly. Where it's like, dude, yeah. could you believe that, like? Daryl Strawberry just like ripped lines and drank Hennessy in the locker room and then went and hit balls 500 feet. Yeah. It's like, nah, dude. Rod Washington just like doing, you know, dude, so close to Mexico. Oh, Dave Parker. The purest of the pure. Oh, yeah. Dave Parker fucking spending like, what was it, 6,500 bucks a week back in 197, like in the late, late 70s? No way. Yeah. 6,500 a week? On cocaine. But they didn't call him just the Cobra for just his, his skills out there. Damn, man. because he hollowed one out and he snorted cocaine out of dude, it. Dude, that is fucking wild. And it's like, you know, when it's like pure, pure, you can just do it. Think about this, too. You know how, like, we have LaCroix, yeah. that's your morning seltzer, your afternoon seltzer, then you have White Claw and all that stuff. That's your nighttime seltzer. Think about this. At, just Addies and fucking... Uh, greenies yeah. all over the little speed balls speed balls all over these goddamn clubhouses all over munching on those that was your afternoon cocaine that's so and true. then your nighttime cocaine was i don't know cocaine yeah that's so true these guys were yacked out of their gourd and then and then everyone's like wait you can't do that that's cheating and then they're like well i guess i'll do steroids you're going to tell me that the nasty boys weren't having some cold soda pops down in the bull- bullpen? Oh, dude, that picture of Lou Pinella in the in the coaches in the coach's office, or the manager's office with two packs of Marlboro Reds and three empty Bud Lights next to him is my favorite thing of all so time. So baller. Feet up. I'm like, "All right. Baseball was super it was rad in the so nut- cool. And now it's still cool. Oh, it's cool as hell. It is great, but I would it would be so tight if I knew. And he might be this motherfucker if Cody Bellinger hit that bomb in the bottom of the eighth the other night too, and he was like on an edible. I don't doubt it. That dude looks like the most stereotypical like stoner bra. Dude, he's high all the time. He's just uh, well, Kike Hernandez is high all the time. Yeah, Kike Hernandez. I love watching him play, man. He is never not on edibles. Yeah, from what I've heard. Really? Yeah, that's a little industry secret. Love that, man. Yeah. Well, I was talking with Bueller. Hit my weed pin, Walker Bueller. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, like he's they, no one gets tested for it. No, I mean, they he, shouldn't. Dude, it's legal. It, they're in Los Angeles. Yeah. You think that they're not? Yep. Chief and Chiefs? They have to smoke weed to enter the ballpark. Yeah. Yeah, that's just how that fucking shit works. Yeah, man. Damn. I know. I mean... It's cool. It's really cool. Man, we fucked up. Why didn't we get better at baseball? <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. If only we could have been professional baseball if, players. If only, you know? I do wonder... I think that if I had been one of those kids that was like, summer ball, yes showcase tryouts yet like if i had been one of those kids who was like i'm down to play 11 months a year yeah 
and I had like really, really gotten after it and like tried to, you know, find. I could have played some minor league ball. I believe it. I could have played. I bet you I could have played some minor league ball, some indie ball. That's that's pretty lofty. I mean, Connor Locker played indie ball. Yeah. That's pretty lo- I don't know. Getting drafted is pretty fucking lofty. Let's but let's see if we can get one day contracts from the Florence Yalls. Dude, we might be able to. I have their media person's card. That is how we're go That is that is that is the goal for 2022 is the new Nasty Boys get signed by the Florence Florence Yalls for a game. Dude, they would do it. I know they would. It'd be a great publicity stunt. I know, man. They'd Actually, be like, man, I'm... they got 400 plus followers on Instagram. Also, shout out Brandon Phillips and the Lexington Legends, your 2021 Atlantic League champions. No shit. Yep. I didn't see that they won the whole th- thing. They won the whole fucking thing. Brandon Phillips is having the fucking time of his life. Look at him. He's the owner and bats third. Co- <laughs> I mean, it's like, it honestly... Wow. I'm kind of surprised it hasn't gotten a little more run. Obviously, it's postseason. It's not like it's going to dump. But no, no. like, that's a really good story, dude. That's a fun he one. drops bombs. And then his bat flips are He drops bombs and skips halfway down first base and will throw the bat like out of the camera's frame. <laughs> it's amazing. He'll throw it like 30 feet in the air. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they're selling tickets at all to those games. I, as a Lexington native, like the legends have always struggled. Yeah. And uh, it, it's it seems fun. It seems like it's like a good thing going on down there. Oh yeah, yeah, it's awesome. That's so fucking rad, <laughs> that dude. So let's all right. Let's make our calls. I think, I think Atlanta Dodgers mm. got to rise from the dead and win three in a row. And it's not like they didn't do it last year. That's the they other thing. Just did it within the calendar year. Mm. I am going to go This isn't going to age my, Well the heart and the brain Have two different answers The brain In me says that the Dodgers are going to come back My brain says that They have too much talent to not come back Yeah well my brain wants Dodgers Astros That's what my brain wants too Because that's like it's the most fitting one right It's so fun It's so it's literally Hollywood Yes it's like it's it's cinematic. Yeah, that is what the brain wants and part of the heart. But then also, it's like you fucking love the chaos. You love like the randomness yeah. and just different hot streaks that remain in the annals of history forever. Yeah. So, part of me wants to see the young fucking put together Braves in a like you said, completely insane Fenway Park. Yeah. And that would be great too, but I think, dude, Stroh's Dodgers would be fucking wild. That is, I'd watch every pitch. I would too, and a fan would die. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would be a fan would. There would be a crazy. There would there would actually have to rope off a part of of Chavez Ravine. L.A. Dodgers Stadium would be fucking dude wild. They would have to tape off a part of it because it would become a crime crime scene. A Dodgers fan would or a. Astros fan would die. I know, man. So I, it would like it would like heighten security. Yeah, which was literally like what they would need. Yeah. Could you imagine being an Astros fan and having the mindset of like I'm yeah. going to that game? Mm-hmm. I mean, it that is that is so crazy, and 
on the reverse, yeah. Houston, how just to compensate and they riding with their people so fucking hard, like right. it would be wild. Can you imagine Joe Kelly oh. getting in a game oh, at yes. Houston? I want that moment Re- so bad. Recreate the pout. I want Joe Kelly or Correa just hits one over the train tracks. Oh. And it's like just flip it and, and he points, points at, at the watch. watch. All right. I'm going to go Braves. Astros. That's what my heart says and now my brain. The more and more I think about it, because, I mean, Boston came out swinging when they got home. But boy, howdy. No. Not the Astros are so hot. They're so hot. The Astros are not going to go win in Houston. And then again, I will repeat myself from last week. My World Series pick will depend on if Lance McCullers is back. Yeah. But it's going to be the Astros and it's going to be the Braves. Which I, is a great World Series. Yeah, yeah. It's a great, it's a World, great series. World Series. It's a fantastic one. And the fact that Dusty will be back after how many years? Uh, they showed really a graphic. Cool. Obviously, it's not the case anymore. 2032. Hits as a player. Yeah. And wins as a manager. But they won last night. So he has 2033 wins as a manager. That's so cool. Thousand and thirty-three wins. Think about this: what the last time the he was at the in the that was two thousand was two thousand two because it was Angels Giants World Series. It was two thousand two. That's fucking yeah. So think about how many years that removed that is. Wow, that's got to be the biggest gap between managers' appearance and. 20 years? AL, he's, an, he's on a short list of managers who have taken teams from the AL and NL to the World yeah, Series. Like but, He would be with like La Russa and Sparky, Joe Torre. Oh, uh, wait. Not Torre. Joe Torre did not take the Dodgers to the World Series as a manager. Um, but yeah, isn't that just, that would just be wild. And then I'll talk about the World Series breakdown afterwards after we, once we get there next week just the idea just for an idea of like longevity of dusty baker's career yeah so with 2032 wins yeah for him to get there in 12 and a half years he would have to go 162 and 0 for 12 straight years oh my god think about how long he's been a manager Forever. i mean dude okay like the benchmark for a successful season is a hundred wins. I mean, that is an excellent. You're that's, having that's like excellent. A hundred and sixty-two. Yeah, you win every game. Okay, you're thirty-eight games <laughs> over five hundred. Yeah, you know, like a hundred-win season that would take him twenty years if he had twenty one hundred-win seasons. Imagine how many more latex gloves he'd have to wear, dude. Him, <laughs> okay, here's something that's been making me laugh watching the game. Dusty sitting over there uh, in a stadium of like sixty thousand people in a dugout of fifty yeah. or thirty with his mask on and. Uh, just every time the camera's on him, he pulls his mask up and just spits a <laughs> giant thing of his saliva down onto the ground. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, dude, that mask is helping. It's really helping. <laughs> Spread just... 
<laughs> you're wearing a mask, but then just spitting your saliva yeah. all over the Dusty's place. Dusty's getting ready to write the lineup. He's like, I'm a surgeon today. Are you surprised? Always. Uh, are you surprised by how many players and coaches uh, still dip? Like visibly dip? No. And chew and stuff? Because it's part of their repertoire. Yeah, I mean, most of these kids have been doing it since they were 14. Yeah. You know? It doesn't shock me anymore. I can't remember if I said this or not, but Bueller said that Max Scherzer only dips in the dugout and he only dips uh, full horseshoes of skull apple. Ew. Isn't that gross? That's foul. The worst one, dude. Oh. Oh, did you ever have Skull Cherry? Oh, yeah. Oh. Skull That's Apple what, was the first dip I ever threw in. Mine was Skull Cherry. I, I Man, we've been doing this so long, and I, I keep repeating this. I don't remember if I said this or not. Yeah. But my first dip ever, the last day of summer before going into eighth grade. Yeah. And I threw in some Skull Apple, and I was fishing with the homie Ryan Wagner. Uh-huh. And it gave me such a massive head rush that I just, uh, I cast the fishing pole and just let go of it. Ha! And just threw a fishing pole out into the creek. <laughs> just threw it. There it is. Yeah. I fucking, it was after baseball practice with old Mike Comerford. Ooh. High school ball. Ju- senior year. Threw a dip in with him. He's like, you got to try this. I was like, all right, we get there. And I'm like, I'm not feeling good. He's like, run in. And my dad comes over and talks to Mike. He's like, Mike, how are you? Because you know how my dad is. Just jib-jabbing all the time. And Mike's just like covering the top of his mouth. Like, yeah, good, Mr. DeVore. Like, show that he's not dipping while I'm running inside to throw up. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, man, I got sick off it so many times. Twice. I'm 0 for 2 with dip. Second oh, yeah, time, just ripped it twice. Just put in a grizzly wintergreen, oh, just yeah. threw it in the left side of my mouth, and I the before like and I had just finished like twenty five dollars of B dubs. Oh my god. That Mind felt you good think about up. it. Twenty five dollars of B dubs with no booze. Oh yeah. Just hurling <laughs> just. in the park across the street from my house. Sober. Sober as a judge. <laughs> just just Full flats coming out. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. It was oh, it was brutal. And my sister and her then boyfriend at the time were sitting on my parents' front porch, pointing and laughing at me. Oh my god! He's like, "Why did you get too much dip, you pussy?" And I'm like, oh, why did I get shrimp at beatups? <laughs> shrimp at beatups. Oh yeah, the dog. buffalo shrimps. Oh, so good. Beatups is good. Danny and I have talked about it. I always give him shit when he's on the road. He gets a, he goes to B-dubs. I'm like, why don't you just find a local wing place or something? He goes, consistency. Yeah. And I'm like, that's fair. You just know what you're getting. Fair point. Yeah. And it's, yeah. I I think I went to B-dubs a couple times over uh, over the pandemic. The pandemic? Within like the last 18 months, I've been inside a couple B-dubs. Uh, I have not been inside a B-dubs in a long time. I did get Hooters to go once. Hooters to go. God, there's a joke somewhere there. Hooters to go. Oh, that's because it's from the office where Michael has the casino party in the in the warehouse, and he goes, "The food is catered from Hooters." <laughs> <laughs> it's like what? This is a black tie event. Um, speaking of Hooters, did you see those new shorts? The controversy that's coming up. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, the controversy is uh, I like them too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's very controversial. It's very take. controversial in the divorce household. That's yeah, I. 
Kelly uh, Kelly Collette. I was talking with her a little bit about it. She worked at Hooters? She worked. She used to. I believe that. She used to work at Hooters uh, Springfield? Or yeah. Springdale? I've got the shirt from the Springdale it's, one. Is that the one that's like like a big wooden like house type mm-hmm. thing? It's pretty cool. Yeah. No, I have. that's the shirt that I have because I got it from Kelly. Oh, nice. That's not true. Very cool. I have her work uniform. Dude, she told me that um, there were a bunch of girls there who made consistent money. Sure. From dudes coming in around closing time uh-huh. and saying, "Hey, uh, here's fifty dollars. Can I have your pantyhose?" Oh, because you know how they wear those yeah. pantyhose. They're like, "Can I wear the, your pantyhose?" Yeah, and uh, yeah, and then they would smell the feet and 50 stuff. Fifty bones. Think about this too. Did you know this? I got into a Hooters talk hole, like TikTok. If you just look up hashtag Hooters. Oh yeah, because I watched the. A t- a, TikTok of a lady showing off the new uh, shorts that they're wearing, and I was like, "You were like, I need to do some more research." I was like, "Okay, I need to go to the bathroom real quick." Uh, to shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit out my penis. Um, and uh, I keep, you know, scroll through. Did you know that pantyhose? They have to pay five bucks to get new pantyhose. Every and they just rip super easy, and there's a machine that they just have to put five bucks in. It's the only five pantyhose bucks. they can. It's the only pantyhose they can get. It's just specifically this. That is fucked up. Highway robbery. That is not cool. Hooters. They just got a whole new guide. It's wild how fucking deep the Hooters game is. Wow. Hooters talk. You know, as much as they care about how the women look, you think they would figure out how to make good wings. Yeah, right? You would think. Yeah. Instead of just objectifying women, you know. And then turning out completely decent food decent food dude have you noticed by the way um like speaking of all these places hooters okay this is all full circle Twin and commercials no but um b-dubs hooters mm-hmm. i've seen two commercials of them recently pushing non-wings yeah and it's because of all these fucking global shortages shortages i saw some figure the other day where like a case and granted i don't know what that size is but i think we can all kind of 250 like wings. assume right a case of wings six months ago mm-hmm. was 50 bucks and mm-hmm. a case of wings now is 145 dollars correct and yeah. they're tiny they're itty bitty i know did you saw the whole Wingstop thing change their name to Thigh Stop or Wing or yeah Thigh Stop? Are you serious? Yeah. Did are you serious? I'm dead fucking serious. They had a whole ad campaign where they're like, "We're th- we do we have thighs now." Yeah. What? Yeah. So chicken is a all chicken in general is about to be very hard to find in the next two months because of the supply chain. Because almost all of our chicken comes from China. Who would have thought? And uh, so then it gets shipped over here, and there is just a backup of boats in in Los Angeles where people park their boats, and now they're saying, all right, you have to wait two months to, before they can get people to come in and process and get all of the shit off of the boat. That's just containers. So it takes – I forget exactly what somebody told me. It takes like, um, like a week and a half – right now to just process and get just get it off the boat yeah that isn't including getting it onto trucks counting everything like and getting it dispersed across the country they're just so behind yeah matt matt devan friend of the pod was he's like i'm almost out of like half of my wines 
There is a there's been there was a boat that was stuck in the harbor at New York for three months that was carrying some of the world some of the most expensive French wines. Really? Just sitting there. Yeah. Oh dude, yeah, it's a nightmare. My industry's fucked, dude. You can't find shit right now. I couldn't find just like blank t shirts or yeah. anything. Fucking t shirt packs, anything. No, it's t shirts. I couldn't find a youth small red shirt in Cincinnati to save my life today. One. One. I just needed one. One youth small red t-shirt. red t-shirt. 100% in cotton. In the entire city. Mm-hmm. Or on a one-day ship. Correct. From Chicago. Correct. It. I went through five different websites today to find one youth small red t-shirt. That is hellish. It's a nightmare. And then... Yeah, it. There was one of my suppliers was out of Heather Gray T-shirts. Gray T-shirts. Just gray T-shirts. Wow, it's a nightmare. I want and yeah, people will be like, "Hey, do you have this?" And I go, "It doesn't exist." They're like, "Well, I see it on my screen." I go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see it, but it doesn't exist. Yeah, it's not real, but it's right there." No, it's not. It is not. Your eyes deceive. That you. is a picture of one. Yes, someone can make that. Yeah, they made one to lie to all of us. Yeah. So let's round third and head for running into oncoming traffic. Shall we? Shall we? Um, we're we got a show together on Wednesday. Fuck yeah, dog! Oh yeah, we're down there in Lexington. We're in Lexington. Ethereal, bro- ethereal, 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 ethereal. Is this the one? It's not in the distillery district. I don't think. I'm not sure because I thought I was on a uh, pivot. Because Fields hit me up for that one. No, this is... Uh, Which is... So it's a different show than what I thought it was going to be. Ethereal. Hold on. Let me look it up real quick because I do want to plug this one. I am at... Uh, speaking of Lexington, I'm at Comedy Off-Broadway. That's huge. Tomorrow and Saturday. You're open for Jeremiah? Jeremiah Watkins, man. Did you see the gig that he just got? No. He is voicing some a new DC animated Batman on Cartoon Network. He's voicing the Joker. Dude, that's huge. I mean, it's it's like a pretty big fucking that's deal. That's career changing. It's a huge deal. I mean, as far as the money, the money's got to be... For Cartoon Network, at DC... You're I mean, playing the Joker. Batman. Yeah. Batman. No. It's, it's a huge fucking franchise. I'm so proud of him. The so Joker's happy for him. one of the most iconic characters in film history at this point, when you think about it. Oh, oh yeah, no really doubt. Really break it down. Oh, no doubt about it. And then you say the best... You know who the best Joker is? Who is the best Joker? Mark Hamill. Oh yeah, that's a great cut from the animated show. Yeah, he he's the best. Yeah, well, he posted a clip. He's got a great Joker, but no, we're at a Ethereal Brewing at the Cornerstone down there in Lexington, over on South Limestone. I I'm think excited. it's where Kennedy Books used to be. Okay, where I used to go and buy overpriced uh, textbooks for college. Nice. So yeah, that'll be fun. Who are the other people on the show? It's you, me, Jeremiah. Uh, Chris Bowman from Louisville and Sebastian Zabala. Okay. He's a kid down in Lexington. He's funny. Okay. Chris Bowman runs Full Circle Entertainment in Louisville. Runs oh. a bunch of good shows. Cool. Good guy to know Yeah, then. good guy for you to know and go up and do well in front of. And he's got... <gasps> You use the headshot with the Sturgill Simpson shirt. Fuck yeah, dog. Fuck yeah, that album's so good. Juanita and the Dude. It is so good. I'll plug that, too. Um, And then we have uh, November 4th. We're at High Grain. Oh, yeah, that Thursday. Which we're going to book as soon as we're done. 
Dope. And uh, yeah, Sunday, this upcoming Sunday, the 24th, I'm hosting Jeopardy at the Hub. That'll be fun. Yeah, Jordy, you sweet bitch. I love you. I know you'll be there. Oh, he'll be there. So, well, Half cool. of the Lilypad boys. Yeah, half of the Lilypad boys. Love That's that. It's a big deal. Vroom, vroom. How cold do you let it get before you put the moped up? I have ridden it in 10 degree weather. No way. Yes. Just uh, glove up. Oh, I had a full... That was my main mode of transportation for a hot minute. I remember that. So I had a snowmobile gear that I would wear. No shit. Yeah, right into the warehouse. Um, Tuesday, Five Points Park. It's the last one. I got to book it. Um, that's that's a little. This is the end of it uh, for the year. And then on Monday, I will be at Concord College in West Virginia doing my first college gig. So cool. that's fun. Um, and then uh, yeah, I think that's. I think we covered it then. Bada bing, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. So, uh, oh, thank you to Spotify Green Room for, thank you to Sports Drink for list for putting up with us and putting us on the network. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. We we love you we very love you much, guys. and uh, we can't wait to see what's coming in the next couple months when I move into the house and set up a real studio. It'll be fun. Maybe you'll get to see our beautiful faces and my butthole. Maybe. That's for the OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to finish setting that up, too. Yeah. <laughs> it was something with my driver's license. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So, uh, thank you so much for listening. And as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.